Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
going live on Facebook and my Facebook community, right? Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. I'm going live on LinkedIn and I'm going live today on YouTube. You all have the amazing link right at the top if you want to come on in the room. I cannot wait to see you and to chat with you. And of course, we are talking live right here in Breakfast with Champions. Okay, Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire's Breakfast Club right here on Clubhouse, the app. If you're not already on Clubhouse, come on in because this is where all of the juiciness happens, right? This is where we lean all the way in on topics to motivate you, to inspire you, to educate you, to lean all the way in, to challenge your thinking. And what I love to do every single Thursday, 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time, is come on into the room and bring a little bit of me. So who am I? I am Lolita E. Walker. I'm a certified life leadership and executive coach. I am a TEDx empowered speaker. I'm an author. I'm a mommy. I'm a podcaster. I am your co-host right here on Breakfast with Champions. So the way this little shindig works every single Thursday at 7 o'clock a.m. is that I come right here and I engage you in a conversation based on a topic, which is always so uh, different right? I looked at this one, you guys, uh, this morning, and it says, becoming a girl's best friend. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, what the heck am I going to talk about about that? Becoming a girl's best friend. And so I have some thoughts. And I just started as I was listening in to other people this morning, Dr. Janie and Kate, as I, as I came on and I listened in, I said to myself, well, Lolita, what about you telling your story? What about you telling your story? And here is the question that we are leaning into. Are you ready? The question is, are you a version of the best friend you want <laughs> and that you need? Are you a version of the best friend that you want and that you need? Okay, first of all, I was so on mute for the whole situation that I was just talking right there. And I was going all the way in. Good morning, good morning. Yes, Lynn Luckett said, Lolita, I can't even hear you. Good morning. She said, let me log back in. It's not you, it's not you. Good morning, Lolita. Nice to see you. This is Renee. So we have a bunch of folks that are piping in from, <laughs> from Facebook and uh, <laughs> LinkedIn Clubhouse and YouTube. Guess what, you guys? I couldn't. I was talking to you and I thought it was all the juiciness in the world because I was gearing us up to have this amazing conversation. So the folks on Clubhouse are all the way in and we are just going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> lean into this question. I'm not going to repeat everything, but you know, this question that we have today is so good. And it's, are you a version of the best friend you want and you need? Now, most of us are going to start with absolutely but just pause for a minute. I believe you. I believe you. But now I want us to really think about when we think about a best friend and allowing somebody into your space, are you that person already? Are you that person for you? And I had to even challenge myself this morning as I was thinking about it. I'm like, am I the version of the best friend that I want inside of my life? The first thing was, yeah, but oh my gosh, I don't know if I could take another me to be my best friend. So I was talking to Stacy last night and my friend Stacy last night and Stacy uh, was saying a couple of things to me that really, really challenged my thinking is, are you a friend to you first? Kate talked about that a little bit this morning. Are you a friend to you first? And why is this important? Because we have folks from all around the world that's listening in that, that's going to want to tap in, which we will open this up for discussion um, a little while a, a little while later. I want to kind of lean all the way in, get all of my thoughts out, and then engage you. So if you have your pen and pad, then go ahead and get it. You know, I just came out with coaching cocktails and conversations journals. So hopefully you have that too. I love it. 
Um, Lynn Luckett says, what an infectious and beautiful smile, my friend. Good morning. Sometimes you have to laugh at yourself. That's an important quality to me to be able to do. I am so intentional about it, Lynn Luckett says. So I would say to myself, Lolita, if I ask this question, are you a version of the best friend you want and you need? I am a version of that person. I don't know that I would want a me that's sitting right beside of me because sometimes I'm so intense. Sometimes I'm so intense and I drive and I drive and I'll tell you that my best friend, her name is Faye, my best friend who lives in Florida is the total opposite of me. The total opposite of me. But what she does is that she does a great job at um, bringing in that yin and that yang. For me, when I think of my love languages, when I think of how I want to be loved, how what feels good to me and how I feel supported, right? My love language is that of um, service. I need somebody to help me out. I need somebody to go ahead and be that help so that I don't feel like I am doing all of the things at once. That feels like love to me. I appreciate quality time, right? I need that support in a friendship. And I definitely need that if I'm calling it a best friend. But what it looks like to me has reshaped over time. Has that happened to you all, right? The notion of what a friendship is and allowing people inside of your circle has shifted for me over time. And I'm wondering, as you've gotten more seasoned, has that shifted over time for you? Now, I'm just going to lean in and tell you guys a little bit about me and my story. I was thinking about it this morning because in my older years, like my season years, I'm 44 years old. Right? I know that there's some people listening on today that's a little older than me or maybe even younger than me. We come in all shapes and forms. And so why am I talking about this and why is this even applicable to work to life to home? It's because if we don't become, according to Lolita E. Walker, a version of the best friend that we want and we need, we miss out on living this thing called life. Now, it's not all the facets of myself that I'm going to take with myself on my journey, but it is pieces of me that I want to make sure that I, re I pour back into me. When people tell me why I'm a great friend, and if you haven't asked that question, make sure you do. What makes me a good friend? If you've never asked that question, and that's a bit of your soul work today, okay? It is, what makes me a really good friend? And what people tell me is that, Lolita, you're loyal. I am. Lolita, you're giving. I am. Lolita, you put others' needs before you. Sometimes I do, but that's the part of the giving. Lolita, you're so reflective. I am. And all of these things have shifted over time, but at the core foundation of who it is that I am, when I say Lolita E. Walker, it is that I am a great friend, I think. <laughs> At least that's what people tell me. I absolutely am. When people call me for assistance, they say, Lolita, what makes you a good friend is that you listen intently. So let me tell y'all what I did uh, yesterday when I saw this, uh, last night I saw this topic. I was like, oh, what am I gonna talk about? What am I gonna talk about? So I looked up what makes a, girl's a girl a best friend, right? And this is what my best friend Google said. How do you, what did I look up? How do you become a girl's best friend? That's what I looked up. And it gave you this whole list of how to become a girl's best friend. It had me cracking up all night. So I wanted to share some of those with you all today. And I have five of them that's up on my screen. And I want to know if you agree with them. So think about that. So when we open it up, I can hear from the people on Clubhouse, but feel free to type into the comments because I can see those right now from Facebook, from LinkedIn and from YouTube. So the first thing it said is find common interest if you want a girl as a best friend and then do them together. Then number two said, 
have genuine and vulnerable conversations. Number three said, make sure you compliment her. And number four said, make sure you listen. <laughs> and number five said, make sure you ask them what they need. And I'm thinking, I said, well, Lolita, is this important for somebody that you would even allow inside of your space? And I'm like, yeah, it is. So if it's important for somebody to be your best friend, now I want to shift that back to the question at hand is, are you a version of this to yourself? Are you a version of this to yourself? So let's take each of those five. Do you find your own interests and then do them? Sometimes we um, get so, so busy in life that we forget, right? We have this dear forgotten you that I've talked about right here before, and we forget what makes you you, what makes you smile, what makes you pause, what makes you jump up in life? What's that thing? Is it skating? Is it Beyonce? I'm looking for a new vibration. Have y'all heard that? Oh my gosh, so good. Um, what is it that makes you you? What is it that brings that smile? So what are your interests? And then do them. What is it that's holding us back? What if you scheduled you in? Because you would expect your best friend to do that. <laughs> what if you scheduled you in? All right, that's the takeaway. I love it. Number two, have genuine and vulnerable conversations. Yeah. When you think of your best friend, when you think of someone that you've allowed inside of your space, let's even think of um, people that on your journey, people that you feel most comfortable with, people that you would allow inside of your home. Ooh, I don't let everyone in my house. Do y'all let every single person in your house? I'm a very social person. <laughs> Christina came off mic to say no. No. <laughs> right? Because we care about the energy in the space. And I'm telling you, as, as you, for me, as I've gotten more seasoned, I've been more intentional about this, 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 um, this fence that I've put around my space because it's so important to me. Have genuine and vulnerable conversations. So when you can have those conversations with someone, you start to feel comfortable. When I was growing up, um, we didn't let everybody in our house and we definitely didn't let everybody upstairs. It's like, we don't go upstairs. I just told my brother, my brother, I just told my son that the other day he had um, a friend over, he's getting into this point, he's 10 years old and he's getting to this point where he's starting to have quote unquote friends, right? These people that he wants inside of his space. And these conversations that he's having with them, sometimes I'm like, ooh, I, no judgment, but sir, we're going to have to work on some of this because you teach people how to treat you. Today, we're talking about, are you a version of the best friend that you want and you need? So when you try to have these genuine and vulnerable conversations, they matter, but you don't have them with everybody. You don't have them with, with everybody. And so the question is, are you having these conversations with yourself? right? My second book, Can We Talk? Can We Talk? Letters and Poems to Reclaim a Bolder You. The juiciness about that is because it helps you to talk to your inner self. Dear forgotten me, right? Dear healing. Dear black girl, dear black boy. Dear warrior queen. All of these things, dear sadness, all of these all of these aspects of you, these feelings of you, these genuine and vulnerable conversations that we don't have with ourselves, it prompts you to want to have these with yourselves because according to Lolita E. Walker, sometimes we have to have those deep discussions with ourselves and our inner selves before we can even start to have them with other people. If we're not good with us, 
then how then do we give a version of ourselves to anybody else? And we haven't even given a version of ourselves to us, right? I hope that makes sense. Oh my goodness. Let's take a look at these con um, these comments. So Lynn Luckett said, I want loyalty. I want support. I want words and affirmation. I want someone who will help me fight a bear and the bear will lose. I know that's right. I want someone who will get in my face and tell me that I am wrong. Yes, yes, yes. I want someone who will show up in my life. I want someone who will be spokespersons for me when I am not present. Come on now. I want someone who will laugh with me, cry with me, push me, allow me to be vulnerable and be vulnerable with me and do it scared with me. And I am that person because I intend to, right? She has great intentions on being that person. And I think the question for today, you all, right, um, is really, are you that person to you? Are you that person, if it's really important and that's how you feel love, if that, what, are you that for you? And oftentimes we give it to everybody else, but we rarely give it to ourselves. We rarely give it to ourselves, right? I want someone who will get in my face and tell me that I'm wrong. Now, let me say this out loud. Sometimes, and this might not be um, Stacy's situation, and I, I know it's not actually because I've spoken to Stacy several times. We've become friends um, over time, well, over time from this app. And what I'll tell you is that sometimes we say we want somebody to tell us when we're wrong, but we're not ready to receive the input. And so we have to challenge ourselves and make sure that we are doing that to ourselves for ourselves first. And so as you walk into your jobs, whether you're in corporate, whether you're doing anything else, as you walk into them, we've got to be grounded on who it is that we are. Let's talk about complimenting her. Do you compliment you? How many of us are affirming the greatness of who we are? We talk about that all the time. Are you affirming the greatness of who it is that you are every single day? I've done this strength exercise with many of you all who are leaning in today. If, if you haven't had it in my first book, The Intersection of You and Change, there is Strength Street. And it talks about what are your three top strengths? What is a strength that you would say without a shadow of a doubt that you have? What is one strength that your coworker would say that you have? And then what is one strength that a family member or, or your mate would say that you have? Not There's no judgment against it at all. I will take that strength and then ask them how. I've demonstrated it in the past. Why does that work? Why does that help? Because it affirms you. It reminds you of your greatness. So when you're in those tough spots, right? One of the things that Stacy said in that is that I want somebody to tell me when, when I'm off kilter. I want somebody that's loyal. I want somebody that I can have a vulnerable conversation with. I want somebody that's gonna go in and fight with me. Like the bear will lose because we're in this thing together. If that is important to you, if that is important to you, are you fighting for yourself and, and attaching the bear that attacking the bear that is inside of you because you are doing the things that we are talking about today? Why is it so important that we do those things? It's important because you have to be grounded or else you don't set the stage for how people are going to treat you. My son Walker, I was just talking to you about Walker. My son, he was playing with this uh, little boy the other day. And when he got back in the car, I said, uh, Hey, how, how did you think that that, that play hangout thing went? It was like, it was okay. It was okay. And I said, well, I, I think that's great. If you think that's great, but let me, I saw this thing. I want to know how you felt about it. He, he and the little, he and the guy were kind of arguing a little bit. One of them wanted to bat. Somebody said it was their turn and the boy threw the bat on the ground and the bat started rolling down the hill and Walker's running, 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 running for the bat. And you could just see the sadness 
that is inside of his eyes. And it took everything of me not to jump out the car. <laughs> but we have to find our own way. And when you have those feelings of not being treated the way you absolutely want and deserve, then you can now stand differently and say, well, hold on, I'm worth more than that. So what I asked him was, how did you feel when you were running after that bat and it was going down the hill and your friend was walking around, walking away? He said, oh, I didn't really feel too good. I said, well, why not? He said, I felt like he was just leaving me and he was dismissing me. Yeah, it looked like that too. And what I told him is that sometimes things do fall and you do go after them, right? When there's a joint excitement about it, right? Oh, hold on, let me go get it. And we're playing, et cetera. But you're not a dog. You don't get to throw something down and then expect me to say that you're my friend. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do that over and over and over again. So if you don't feel good, inside of yourself when somebody does something and how they treats you treat you and how they treat you then shift it everybody doesn't get to come in your circle everybody doesn't get to do that absolutely <laughs> samira said incredible vibration i love it um lynn luckett said i am not that person to me all the time not all the time and we're not gonna be that version of ourselves all of the time. But are you a version of that anyway? Sometimes we have all of these expectations for other people to be our best friend, to come into our circle, but yet we haven't done the work ourselves. And are we a version of that? Like we're giving, we're giving, we're giving, we're all of these things to all of the people, but we're not those things to ourselves. Jacqueline said, I want simple commitment. I want commitment. Now here's the thing, commitment can, um, look and feel different to everybody. And that's what's so interesting, right? Listen and ask them what they need. Totally resonate. Dora Maria said, you know, listening, ask them what they need. And that's so super important. Ask them what they need because sometimes what they need out of a friend, what they need is not what it is that you're giving because you know Right, we could have the list of things that make people good friends for us, but what is it that they need out of the relationship is so super important. I talked about my best friend, Faye. Oh my gosh, I gotta send this to her. Um, she doesn't know I'm even talking about her, but I told you guys that we're total opposites. We're not total opposites. We do have some common ground, which is why we are best friends, but I met her later in life. I met her when I was in Boston and I was in Boston for almost uh, 17 years, almost 15 years, maybe. And let me tell you, I'm going to step back and give you guys a piece of me. I promised that in the beginning, but let me step back and give you all a piece of me. When I was growing up, um, I grew up in Southeast Washington, D.C., and then in sixth grade, we moved to Akakeek, Maryland, in Prince George's County, Maryland, and that is where I am today. I lived in Boston. I'm back. And throughout this, I don't call everybody a friend. You don't get to, to be my friend just automatically because we have a few laughs to me, right? That is me. It, 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 it takes a special person to be a best friend to me. And I remember growing up and people would introduce themselves and they say, oh my God, this is my best friend. This is my best friend. And my parents always raised us to when you when you give titles to someone what is it that they earned and is it for longevity 
And I remember friends like linking myself to, to people and we had just these amazing relationships. And I remember, um, of course there's disappointments in life, but I remember giving my all, you know, the list of things that we say are so important. And I remember having pieces of those, but you know that you don't get all of them. And sometimes you feel like, mm. but if you're not able to talk about it and then reconcile and know that we can have differences in this thing called life and continue to move this thing forward. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. We got to give ourselves grace too the same grace that we give to other people and allow them back in our space. Today, we are talking about you. Are you the are you the version of a best friend that you want and that you truly need and deserve? And sometimes our needs, our wants, what we deserve is different in life. As I've become more seasoned, I'm even more um, intentional about who I allow on my train. Right. I always talk about this change train. Welcome to Lolita's change train. We each have a change train. You do too. Your name, right? I'm looking here, Jacqueline, um, right here. She has a train. Imagine it. It has Jacqueline written in script on the side, the color of her choice. It's a luxury liner. Absolutely. And you, you can choose because you're the conductor of that train. You can choose when the train goes. You can choose to open up the doors and allow people off. You can choose the folks that you allow on your train because you only have a limited space. You only have a limited space and you take up a good amount of that room because you're pouring into you as well. And sometimes along the journey, there's people that were only on there for a season and a season and a reason. And that's OK, because they're still in your Rolodex. It's, it's, they still are an acquaintance. They still you still have some things in common. But for me, and this might be very different for people, for me to call somebody my best friend. Is a privilege. And that's how I see it. For me to be called somebody's best friend is a privilege. Like, thank you for allowing me this space. Thank you for seeing in me something that I might not see in myself. Thank you for standing up with the bear with me. Thank you for wanting me to be there on that hike with only you and I. Thank you for leaning in on that project that we're working to together. Thank you for um, the tears that you allow me to shed in your presence. And I know that it's not going anywhere. What are some things of why you would cut somebody off? Why would you allow someone off of your train? How are they not serving you anymore? Are you still serving yourself? If you weren't the conductor of the train, would you put yourself off the train? <laughs> Sometimes I crack myself up, you guys. Yes. So Julian said, everyone doesn't get access to me, me either, especially if they treat me poorly. As I mature, I am even more cautious about who I allow in my space. I am too. So let me tell you, this is a true story, you all. Oh, let me see this. I'm missing some. It is often difficult to be those things to ourselves. Lynn Luckett said this because we see ourselves through um, tinted and tainted lenses. We do. We know the good. We know the bad. We know the ugly about ourselves. And oftentimes, I'm going to ad lib right here. Oftentimes, we 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 um we're so hard on ourselves. She says, that's why it is important to have someone who can pour into you and speak into your life and you can't and who can help you to know and to grow in those areas of weakness in your life 
Yes, yes, and yes. And those are the folks that you want on your train. Yes, come on, Julian. Right? Um, Dora Maria says, yes, yes, yes. And then a Facebook user in my community said, and being a best friend comes with a great, oh, a great responsibility. Oh my gosh, I have this, I have this um, other bestie, my line sister. So she's really my line sister. Her name is Carla Bourne. Oh my gosh, I have to send this to her too. And Carla is uh, different than Faye, but what they both have in common is that they're ride or die. They're ride or die because I'm ride or die. I am. I know that about myself. You call me and you're having a problem, I'm there. No problem at all. You call me and you you want to talk about something, I'm going to listen intently. I am. Carla does that. And see, Carla is closer to me in proximity than Faye is in Florida. And the, the similarness about them is that the three of us are drivers. The three of us will get things done. The three of us are go-getters. The three of us are, um, I was in a room on high-impact performers. <laughs> I was in a room the other day talking about that. Are you a high-impact performer? I'm a high-impact performer. And what we need is to be rewarded and recognized. What we need is to be rewarded and recognized. And what does rewarding and recognized look and feel like to you? Oh, yes, so good. Um, oh, Renee said that. Hey, Renee. Oh, Renee and I used to be in the same space when I was in Boston, and I love it. Yes. So let me keep on going up because I missed a couple of you all. Samira on YouTube said, never been so dedicated to my best version as it made shine my real me. Oh, it shined her real me. Oh my gosh. So sometimes when you do this inner work, when you ask yourself these questions, when you challenge yourself, I love to call it soul work, right? Discovery work of you. Sometimes you don't even like the version of yourself that you're showing up with in the world. I mean, sometimes you don't even like that thing, <laughs> right? And so what do you do? You choose to shift, right? Um, Jacqueline said, I want to not put a lot of expectations on a friend. I just want to see the true you. Then I will decide if you make the friend list, hands down. If you are genuine and I see what I'm looking for because I know what I give, then we can safely move forward. I won't create you. You will just be. Ooh, how often are we trying to create the version of someone else that we want? Today we're talking about, are you a version of the best friend that you want? And what Jackie is here saying is that, listen, I'm not even trying to change you. I don't have expectations of who or what you are. I just want you to come in. And then if you make my friend list, I think that's a great thing. If not, then it's okay. We've been talking about, uh, I didn't say it, but owning your yes and respecting your no. And sometimes we put these barriers around us, but how difficult is it for somebody to get into our lane? How difficult is it for somebody to come on board if they want more of us? When do you allow somebody to see more of you? What's important to allow that? I told you I was going to tell you a true story that happened mm -hmm. actually uh, since I've been on Clubhouse. So within probably the last couple of months is someone said to me that I wasn't approachable. They said, I'm not approachable. I'm like, really? That's the first time I've heard it. <laughs> I'm in so many friend groups. I'm in so many um, sister groups. I'm in a, a sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. I am very dedicated to what it is that I'm doing. I'm very uh, focused on what it is that I'm doing. And their notion of me not being approachable, there, there are instances of that because I don't let everybody in. And the instance that they talked about specifically was that they reached out to me 
and I sent them a uh, calendar link to get on my calendar. And for me, that's the best way to get in touch with me because if you know anything about Lolita E. Walker, like I say I'm going to do it, but if it doesn't make my calendar, it's not getting done. And I want to get to know you, but this is the best way to do it, especially if I'm rushing. The easiest thing for me to do, shoot you over um, a, uh, a calendar invite. And many of you all listening in have gotten the same thing. And when we receive things, sometimes we receive it not as it's intended. That's why your mama used to say, it's what you. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. I don't know if your mama used to say it, but my mama says it all the time, even now. I, I say it all the time. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And it's how it's being received. It's how it's being received. And sometimes the person that we are, the Lolita that I am, when I read something, because of whatever, I might take it, not that it's intended. So that person felt like it was transactional that our relationship was transactional but what's important to that person is relational in my moment for me to become relational i gotta go through this transaction in order for us to be able to talk but you see what's important to two different people can come off as two different things and so therefore this person really felt like i'm very unapproachable and they would never do that for someone else and so it tainted the relationship that they wanted to have for me. But for me, with the busyness of how I am, because when I do meet with you, I'm gonna be all in. I'm gonna be all in because that time is dedicated, right? But this is what I'm saying is, are you the version of yourself that you want and you deserve? How do you get in touch with all of these people when you have so much going on? How do you schedule that? How do you make sure that that's fluid? Are you giving that to yourself? Do I schedule myself in? I do. <laughs> I do. On my calendar every day, it has self. It, it, it has self. So I'm either outside walking or I'm um, taking a deep breath or I'm grounding myself or I'm taking a nap. I take power naps. Am I the best friend that I want and I deserve to be? Right? That's what we're talking about. Okay. Um, Jackie said, the worst you can do is the try to change a person. Either they have it or they don't. Isn't that so true? That is so true even in relationships. And I look back and I say, wow, sometimes we marry the potential of. Sometimes we're so excited about ourselves. We've done all this work with ourselves and we find this version of us that we're telling ourselves that we are. But because we don't ask or because we don't listen intently, there was some truth to Lolita, this is very transactional. This is not a relationship that I'm looking to have. Okay. And then I choose. Okay. Because it was transactional. But for me, that's relational. Because for me to even give you the time of day to be like, oh, okay, in the midst of all of these things. But see, here's the thing. We choose the pace. So did I have to respond there? Or could I have waited till I had, you know, open time to be able to respond? But I didn't dig in too much because I know it wasn't my intention. I apologize for how they felt. And we didn't get, we actually, we never got on the phone to talk. And that's okay because in time, if it's right, it's right. I don't try to change a person because we each have to come to the table and, and really want it, right? Uh, yeah. So Lynn Luckett said, not approachable. Wow, that's interesting. I know I thought it was too. That notion about you is a hard pass for me. Oh, thank you, Lynn Luckett. You know, it's interesting because I met Stacy. That's Stacy. Um, she said, I have a non-negotiable practices regarding me as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
it's interesting because there is truth to it. Like that's their truth and that's what they saw. And so even when we're at work, right? When people, first impressions are lasting impressions. They are. When you walk into a space, you give off an impression and they're lasting. And then it takes work in order to shift from that negative one or shift from or shift to that, ah, oh, she's amazing. Or I'd love to get to know her a little bit. What is it that we're giving off because of the work that we've done or the lack of work that we've done? I hope that makes sense. So Ju uh, Julian says, our best friend should be a reflection of the good that's in us, right? So if we are seeing anything negative reflected at us, then we need to continue to do the work. I love that. I'm going to read that one more time just so I understand. Our best friend should be a reflection of the good that's in us, right? Yes. I say yes. I, I, our, my best friend hmm, is a reflection of the good that is in me and the good that's in her. So if we're seeing anything negative reflected at us, maybe this instance that you're talking about me being unapproachable, then we need to continue to do the work. Yeah. I could choose to say, you know what? There is a piece of me that could feel very transactional. It is, it is. Yeah, I'm an engineer by trade. If I do things very quickly, it just is, and then I'll move on. But you're right. There could be an aspect of Lolita, did you have to get back to that person right then when it was just fast and in a hurry? I did, I saw their name and I wanted to get back right away, but I don't need to, I don't need to. So the work is to remember for me that I set the pace that I still would have sent a calendar invite. I, I would have, but I might've put a little more detail into it perhaps, right? Yes, and it's us choosing if that's work that we wanna take on because everybody's feedback to you, feedback is a gift, I do believe it. I believe that we take all of the positive and then we reflect on the opportunities that we have and choose if it's something that we wanna pepper into our life. I hope that makes sense. Let me see, good, you wrote something else. To become the best, oh, so it's for us to continue to do the work to become the best version of ourselves and raise our vibration to attract what we're looking for. Yes, yes. To attract what you want inside of your space. I don't know if that's what I wanted inside of my space because we never got to the next. That's only one instance, but I, I do believe everything you're saying. Yes, yes, and yes. I believe that when people give you feedback on how they perceive you, that it is worth the pause, it is worth the reflection, and it is worth choosing, is that something, what aspects of that could be true that will help me to vibrate a little higher and shift to the best version of myself? Yes. Yeah, you said, does that make sense? Absolutely. It makes sense. It makes sense. I love it. Thank you for adding that, Julianne. And then Jackie said, I love friends that need but are not needy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got to write that one down because it's so true. It's so true. I know I feel that way too. Let me go to my friends on um, Clubhouse because let me go to the chat and see what we're talking about in there because I think this is so juicy. And then I'm going to go over and stop this stream right here. I'll wrap up and then stop this stream and go over so we can have some juicy conversations. Now, remember, I told you all that this week right here, you all were going to be able to hear the live conversations. Um, okay. Well, my uh, my techie friend, Pastor Jeff, we did get together, you guys, but I didn't have the all the cords and stuff that I needed. 
but don't worry. Next week we're coming. We're coming so that we can engage, and you all that are on LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube can even hear the amazing discussions that we have after, which are so good. Can you imagine just going into the conversation and going back and forth? You know, when I bring a piece of this coaching cocktails and conversations to any party right now to Breakfast with Champions, where I'm a co-host, you can listen to the entire thing right at the podcast Breakfast with Champions that includes the juicy conversation after. But coaching is where I gift you with a couple nuggets to challenge your thinking. Just like we were just talking about, you choose which breadcrumbs you wanna pick up that apply to your life today that can help elevate you. If it doesn't, then leave it right here at the bus stop, right? Cocktails, not so much about what you're sipping on, you know, water, tea, something stronger, your choice, but it's more about celebrating the greatness of who you are. So I celebrate the greatness of every single person who has leaned in today and have added to the conversation. I celebrate me for being a version of the best friend that I want and that I absolutely need. I celebrate each of you all for really challenging yourself to be like, huh, like Julianne said, is there a truth? Is there a piece of truth to that that can help us to elevate our own vibration and now attract what it is that we want and that we need? How good is that? When we are moving in this world without distraction, when we are in our most be free space. Now, um, now what I'm saying to you is that it takes your soul work, you, your soul work to lift you up a little higher. Yesterday, when I did my 10 minute power powwow, I talked about, um, Sometimes there's these clogs inside of us and it clogs up our space. It clogs up what is our intentional us. It clogs up the pieces of us, the best versions of ourselves. It clogs all of this stuff up. And so what if we could start clearing that? What if we could start clearing all of that out so now that we can allow the vibration that we want and that we deserve? When you start walking in the vibration that you want and you deserve, so many things will, will be magnetized to you, right? When I start allowing other people into my space, blessings start coming my way because they expand my mind differently. The way that they talk, they move, they behave. When you listen intently, when you find common interests and you do them together, when you have these genuine and vulnerable conversations, when you compliment yourself and affirm yourself, when you compliment others because you don't have an issue, you don't have an issue with telling somebody, oh my gosh, you look nice today. I walked past a woman the other day, y'all, I was at the National Harbor in um, Maryland, and I walked past this woman, she was beautiful. She was walking by this guy, They, uh, her friend, I don't know if they were married or not, but they looked nice. They were color coordinated, and she looked so fly. I mean, from the hair to everything. Her outfit was amazing. She was walking with all this confidence, and I said, oh my gosh, you look amazing. You look amazing. And I said, you're walking with such a confidence, I want you to have an amazing day. And she looked at me like I had 99 heads. And I said, just say thank you. You look absolutely stunning. And she said, thank you. No one has ever said that to her. <gasps> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Make sure you're telling somebody today. I love that Dr. Jamie early on said, go through your phone and call someone that you haven't talked to in a while. Ask them what they need. Ask them. In my coaching community, I know I'm on 18 different tangents, you guys flow with me. Um, in my coaching community, we had an exercise. I don't know what we were talking about at the time, but the exercise, the soul work that I gave was to go through your phone. And either you're going to talk to that person, right? Either you're going to call them or you're going to delete them. You call them or you delete them. You call them or you delete them. 
are they worth the time and space, the energy that is taking on your phone? Oh, we were talking about decluttering your life. That's what we we're talking about. Decluttering your life and all of these aspects of decluttering. And so this aspect that we delved into was decluttering the other day, because it's my time to do that. Um, the other day I called a woman who uh, was at one of my retreats. She was a yoga instructor at one of my retreats that I paid for her to come to one of my women's weekend renewal retreats. Right. And she was like, Lolita, I've been thinking of you. It was amazing. She's moved to Miami. She started, she's like, I just up and decided, you know what she said, you guys, seriously. She said, after your retreat, I had, I'm not even kidding you. I can't make it up. After your retreat, I had all of these epiphanies and I knew that I didn't want to stay here. And so I didn't know what was there, but I've always wanted to live somewhere sunny and didn't want to be having any winters anymore. So I moved to Miami. I'm doing great. I've been here for a year and we had the best conversation. And I told her, I'm going through my phone and I'm calling people. I'm choosing if I'm going to keep them in my phone so you will not get deleted. She's like, don't delete me. This is so good. Thank you because I've been thinking of you. Are you the best friend? Are you a version of the best friend that you want and you need? Okay, we are seriously about to close this out so I could chat with my folks. This is Mir. Oh, hey, Mir, by the way. Hello, Miss Lolita, and I am loving this space. Oh my gosh, Mir, I didn't know that you were Julian. Oh, okay, hey, Mir. I love it, I didn't know that that was you. Yes, are you needy? Are you needy? I love that Jackie said that. Oh my gosh, so good. All right, let me go into uh, the back chat really quickly so we could get some of my clubhouse folks, we care about the energy within our homes. Yes, Tanya, me too. Absolutely true, Lolita. That was talking about, you know, do we allow everyone into our space? I have, I have a, um, a story for you all. Absolutely true, Lolita. The question is, who are you and what do you value for yourself and for others? Yes, Tanya wrote that. Um, Gail said, oh, yeah, I might be a lovely friend to others and a bit fickle with myself. Today, I'm challenging you to be that friend to you. Oh my gosh. Is it difficult for you to be that friend to you when we open it up? That's a question that I wanna hear. Um, Fifi said, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Gracie Ann said, so true, so true, so true. Carlene said, boundaries are absolutely necessary to maintain your true you. I love how you said that. Boundaries are absolutely necessary to maintain your true you because sometimes you go out beyond your boundary Sometimes you go out beyond that boundary and it's this chaos that's happening outside and you just morph into that. Have you ever been around somebody for a little while and then you start speaking their same lingo or you start doing some things just like them? You're, you're starting to do that. Yes, you start to take on other people's traits so you can get lost in all of that and forget the true you. But the way I liken it is um, at my Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat, it's coming up, you all, September 15th through the 18th. Um, go to lolitawalker.com slash retreats. I'll put it up in Clubhouse when I come back on there for you all. But I, I, I go through what I call a home of change. And a home of change, right, has, a, has a, a fence around it. It does. It has a fence that we create. And when do we allow the thing about a fence, right? The thing about the door that you can open and close, whatever your fence looks like for you. It could be invisible. It could be tall. It could be short. Um, how, who are you allowing in? But it allows you to go out and it allows protection for you to be able to stay in and take time for you. You could choose who you allow inside of your space because that energy matters. For me, I was raised that everybody isn't able to be your best friend. And that is what I take with me every day. It's a privilege. It's a privilege for me to be your best friend. It, it does come with responsibility. It does come with check-ins. It does. 
And for me, everybody doesn't get to be a best friend and know that that's okay. Know that that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody can't be a best friend and that's okay. But can we be friendly? Absolutely. Will I still assist you? Yes, of course. But what you're looking for in me, I might not have the capacity to give and know that that's okay. It's not a slight on you. I just might not have the capacity to be able to give what you want in this relationship. I know a woman um, who tells me all of the time that she wants to get to know me better. Like, I want to be your best friend. I want to, do, I don't have the capacity. I don't, I wanna be your friend too. And we are friends, we are friends, but I don't have the capacity to give what you want. I'm running for office y'all. If you're in Prince George's County District 9, make sure you vote for Board of Education. I'm running for that office. I'm starting my PhD program. I'm a mommy. I'm a great friend to my friends, right? I am a caregiver. I have a 91-year-old here, a 71-year-old here. I got a 10-year-old here. I have a business that I'm running. And it's not that you're not important. Absolutely you are. I want you to get regrounded in yourself because for you to want to attach yourself to somebody that I believe you might not really know for sure. You might not even like you like me when you get to know me. <laughs> you might not even like me for real. So yeah, we could go on this journey and I'll give you parts of me, but I can't give you all of me because I don't have the capacity and you have to know when no means no. I still show up in all of me because I believe I know me, but there's always work to do. That's why I love that Mir said earlier, like raise your vibration and you will attract the people. They'll come. The blessings will come. Get out of your head. Oh, I love it. Okay. Simone says 29 years old here. Hi, migrated from Clubhouse. This is becoming so valuable for me. Yes, Simone Blackman. Thank you so much. Okay. Listen, you all on Facebook on Instagram, not Instagram. I'll take a piece of this and put it on Instagram. LinkedIn, YouTube, hugs and love you all. Tanya says on Clubhouse, incredible segment, Lolita, I'm very careful who I allow in my circle. I am too. Circle means small, Sean said. Listen, she said circle is not the real big circle that you draw. You know, we used to draw the big Venn diagrams. <laughs> she said that is not a circle. I love it. Gail said, who is pouring into me? Ouch. I have been limiting time with some that I love that drains my energy. Oh yeah. I've been limiting time with some people that I love that drain my energy. Yeah. People that are unhappy are dishonest with themselves. Frank, that's so good. Right? Regina. Oh, pink and green love to you too. Cortland. Amen. Cortland, I invite you up every day. There's no pressure. I love that you choose your space on whether or not you come up. Sometimes we have, we just want to listen intently. And I say that not to really shout you out like that, but I wanted to say you are so true to you inside of what you can give at that time and what you're willing to, because you might just be in listening mode. Cortland comes every single day, you all, to Breakfast with Champions. He starts early in the morning and he listens in and it's so super amazing. I see you, Cortland, honestly, every day. Robin, I, she used to come in every day and I would invite her up, invite her up, invite her up, and she wouldn't right? And it's okay. One day she did. And it's just the consistency of it. So Cortland, I appreciate you. Frank B said, all the self-help training in the world won't help until you realize you're full of it. The mind is expert at creating justifications for personal inadequacy. That is true. The mind is an expert at creating justifications for personal inadequacy. I can't wait to talk to Frank. Frank, I hope that you're on the stage. 
um, useful conversation. If we don't love and take care of ourselves, how can we expect? Yes, yes, yes. Frank also said, never expect other people to change. The person they are is the person they are when you met them. So true. This is an attempt to control and it always ends up ugly. You know what? I'm going to say this for, for me. Sometimes um, you see the potential in somebody and they show up and you're having fun together and you see all this potential in them, but you're right. They've already shown you time and time again, but we've placed these things on them, this mask on them that they haven't even shown you that they are. And we want that from them. And then as time goes on, we don't see it. And we're like, what's up? Well, they never showed you that. It was this image that you gave to them because you saw this potential. You see it in them, like they are capable of doing this, but they're not ready. Are you the friend? that you want and deserve. It's how we started. That's how we're ending. Um, oh, Jackie says she invites Corlin up too. Love him, his choice, absolutely. All right, you guys, thank you so much for coming on. I'm headed back to Clubhouse. If you're not there, come on in because you can hear the juicy conversations as well. All right. Hey, Clubhouse people. How are you? Okay. Good morning, Lolita. Amazing. Good morning. <laughs> good, good morning. morning. Good morning, good morning. Okay. So let me get on out of all of the things. And we talked about so much today, you guys. I kind of felt like I was everywhere, but the conversation just kind of got so juicy. So I, le I leaned all the way in and I want to do the same here. I'd love to know, um, hold on, let me see if my friend right here is on. I haven't met him before, I don't think. Where's his name? Frank B. Are you on the stage, Frank B? Oh, is Frank not on the stage? Okay. All right, Frank, thank you so much for your input. I was um, hoping to hear from you. Um, Dr. Tanji said, yes, Lolita, I love picking out beautiful features in random people. Love to see their face light up. I teach my son to always look for the beauty in others. I know most time their faces light up because somebody hasn't told them that. Raquel said, I love your segment, Lolita. Thank you so much. I just came in. I read today. I read today that this world, Lisa, I didn't hear the rest of that. Um, my message broke up. Okay. She said, our life is like a womb. Our time here is a preparation for what is to come. Huh. We learn, fail, stumble, rise, serve, receive all for what is to come. Oh, I believe that. I so believe that. Listen, if you guys are in my community, um, I have a prayer call at 1030 every day, right? So I get on the phone with these wonderful um, women and a small, small group of women. And we get on the phone. We have this prayer call. People have asked me to have a prayer call inside of my um Facebook room. We'll talk about it. Maybe we will. So I have this thing and we always talk about this notion of God already, already has the plan. Like your life is already tied up with a bow, already know what's going to happen at the end, right? We just imagine you just walking this thing called life and the blessings are already there. So I always talk about this intersection of you and change. If you have my first book, you can you remember the cover and there's this intersection, this beautiful intersection and you could choose if you're going to go left, you could choose if you're going to go right, you could choose if you're going to stay complacent, you can choose if you're going to go back, you could choose if you're going to leap forward, but the forward is full of these amazing, beautiful leaves and trees. You don't know if you're going to slip and fall. You don't know what's going to come out from the corners. You don't know what's going to pop into you. But here's the thing. What if you leap today? What if you leaped because you knew that your faith and your strengths have wings to protect your fall? But we talk about inside this prayer call, this notion of, look, when you're walking this thing called life and these blessings come and you light up and like, oh my gosh, I think it's some of what Mir said too, is when you are when you have this vibration and you're walking in this thing, the blessings are attracted to you. And I believe, right? 
I believe, and I don't, I know everybody doesn't, but Lolita, I believe that when you're walking in life, the blessings are there. And sometimes because we're so consumed, we walk right past them. We walk right past them. Like they're right there. And we walk right past them because we're not ready to receive them as of yet. Or we're pre preoccupied. We got distractions that become weeds that are um, growing taller on the sidelines. But sometimes when we open our eyes differently, like even inside of this conversation, you will shift should you choose. Then the same blessing that you didn't see right there, it's going to reveal itself to you. You know, like on Super Mario's um, and, and things appear, like you get a little magic thing right there. Like that blessing will come and it's so super exciting. All right, let's open it up. Does anybody else have anything that they want to add? Sure, Lolita. This is Dr. Tanji. Um, you always serve such great nuggets of power that's what i what i say because it's empowering us to just think about who we are um especially not just in the earth but now in others lives that we share and one of the things that i coined this term and me and my friends were writing a book on it but it's bff it's your best faith friend and i always say that everybody needs a bff and so we're writing this book together because it's been absolutely hilarious what we've all experienced together and sometimes we'll um they'll go out with someone else and then they'll send me a text and say oh my gosh i can I cannot tell you how blessed I am to have you as my BFF because we realize the value of one another and other in each other's lives. So we have tons of friends, but this is a group of three of us that we are saying, you know what? We are best faith friends because we make sure that we challenge one another. We don't always say what the other wants to hear. We get in our face as one of my friends was saying, excuse me, she's like, I'm getting your butt about it. You know what I mean? But we're going to make sure that each friend rises to the occasion every single day so thank you lolita i'm glad that i have a best faith friend i hope you all do too oh a best faith friend i like that a best faith friend that's so good you know um someone asked inside of the chat do um ama i hope i'm saying your name correctly um if not i apologize feel free to to chime in you said do you believe that people change lolita i do i do i do and let me tell you why I believe that people can change when they want to change. I believe that as you um, dig deeper into who you are as a power, as the power person that you are, and you discover and rediscover all these amazing gifts that you already have within you, as they're reframed back to you, as you see them, as you are able to receive, that you you expand your mind. I do. I believe that that your perspective changes, and I do believe that you can shift if you want. I am not the same. Um, person that I was five years ago. I'm not the same person that people, <laughs> I live back in the same area where I went to high school, right? I live in the same district and I see people and they say, oh my gosh, you're doing amazing things. I knew you would do amazing things because this is what you would say. But then some people, I, this one woman one time, um, she said, oh my gosh, do you remember me from high school? I'm like, I don't. And she said, I think I was really mean to you. I was like, were you? <laughs> I don't even remember because I think I've always been the person that um, one thing that has been consistent with me is that my family, I don't know if it's right or wrong or is, it is, it is what it is, is um, they've always said, like, we are our best friends. We, we are a ride or die family. I, I mean, when I say right, we are a ride or die family for good, for bad, for ugly. I could tell you some stories and my, my parents always reminded me that 
friendship is such um, a treasure and you are worth so much. I was always affirmed as a child, like you are worth so much. And even when you don't see it, I want you to know that your best friends live right here. Now I tell people all the time, well, my parents didn't really for real become my best friends until my first uh, weekend in college. That's when they became people that I didn't know that they were capable of becoming. Like they were so nice. I thought they were the meanest people ever. When they dropped me off at school, they became like, oh my gosh. That... I was like, who are these people? Who are they? And I think they were always that, but they drew a line, but they always told me that your best friends live right here. And I think that is part of what, what helped me, and I do think it's a blessing, what helped me to um, really be, maybe the word is guarded. Somebody used that with me before too. They said, I'm very guarded. Um, I don't allow everybody into my space and I don't make apologies for that. Um, I am a certified coach and so I talk to people all of the time. I bring in energy from people all of the time, but I'm very clear on how I reground myself and walk back in the world. And I wanna leave that with each of you all today is are you the best friend that you want and that you need? Because you can be. So the long answer to that question is I do think you can change. You know, people lose weight all of the time. I just saw my ex-husband yesterday. He came to pick up my son. He's my size. He's my size. He looks amazing. You can shift your habits. You can change your habits of how you eat. You can change your habits on how you eat when you reground yourself into who it is that you are. And I think that's amazing. So can you change? I think the answer is absolutely yes. But I do think that there's some fundamental core values that you stand upon. And sometimes you don't like what you see. All right. Thanks. Anybody else? Have I mention my name correctly. Oh, Thank you. Oh, you're on the stage. Yay. Yes, I am. What do you think that people can change? Yes. Yes. Positively and negatively. Ooh, I think yes. and did um, I pronounce your I name think, correctly? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I think um I have kind of changed negatively. Um I have a horrible social life, very horrible one. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know what? Thank you. Very oh my much. gosh, absolutely. One, thank you so much for being vulnerable, hands down. Uh the second thing is I have a community. Come on in, it's free. Come on in because we ooze positivity. Seriously. My Facebook group, Coaching Cocktails and Conversations, come on in. Show I up will. in here. I Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Um, I, used, I used to be, I think I've gone a bit, um, I've gone rusty. I used to be very vibrant, um, but I think I got too engrossed with my career. Mm -hmm. And then um, my son had a health challenge. And I was so occupied with it, traveling all over, trying to get the best doctors to attend to him. So um, it took all my time. Um, it was affecting my performance at work as well. So I didn't really have time for friends. And, you know, here in Africa, some illnesses, if you do not handle well, it becomes a stigma. So I didn't really want to discuss it with friends. And so they didn't really understand why. I had quelled and kept to myself. So with time, I think I lost most of my friends. So currently, should be told, I feel very lonely, seriously. But um, did I cause this? Probably I didn't handle it well. My son is better. Um, but I'll join. I'll join it. Uh, I hope to improve on it. And I hope to have some new friends as well. 
But thank you very much. I've learned a lot. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, and yes. We should absolutely touch base. One, I'm so glad your son is doing better. Two, give yourself a little grace, right? Uh, Friendships are are two-way street. They absolutely are. So nope, you won't take it all on and say you did it all. Sometimes friends need to stick in there. Remember when Stacey was saying earlier is, I want somebody who's gonna go to the, like they gonna be at the bear, in front of the bear. We just gonna go do it together. We gonna do it scared. We walking into it, right? And we will win. It takes two to be able to do that, right? And so when we when we say friends and we've lost these friends along the way, then sometimes, because I've lost friends along the way too, and it was very hurtful for me, like very hurtful for me to lose some of the friends that I've, that I've lost in my life. And um, some of the work that I did, like I, I lost really good friends that I thought that they were really good friends. But then I think it was Fred who said, um, we sometimes, I don't know if it was him who said it, but I'll say this, is that sometimes we put these expectations on people because of who we are. Like I give, I exude friendship to my friends. I do, right? And I know that because they tell me and they reap the benefits of it, right? The same with me, it's a give and a take relationship. And sometimes if you really look at the friends that you've lost along the way, you'll realize that it wasn't a two-way street. And sometimes when we need our friends the most, when we need our friends the most, they might not show up because you are faithful. God always shows up. God always shows up. And it can be very lonely. So I love that you said that you are not alone, but I have an amazing community. And here's the thing. You were in Breakfast with Champions. You were in Breakfast with Champions where 752 people have been in and out of the room. 170 people are in this room now. And it grabs some, look in somebody's um Look right here and somebody click on their face, look in their profile, connect with a new person. When you hear people speaking and they resonate with you and they're like, oh my gosh. And you say, oh, I, I hear something in that. I can move forward with that. Make sure you follow them, follow them so you can get in other rooms that they're in. Because if I'm talking about positivity, if I'm talking about community, if I'm talking about leaning all the way in, best believe I'm talking about that in other rooms as well, right? Everybody doesn't get to be your friend, but now that you are on that train and you're the conductor, come on. Make sense? Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Lolita. You're welcome. You're welcome. Gail said, we are so glad you are here. Um, Renee said, so true. I'm so grateful for my tribe. Yes. Um, all right, lean in. Somebody came off mic. I did. Oh. Um, actually, I'm. Uh, this is Gail. Hi, Lolita. Hi. Wow. Woo, girlfriend, holy cow. Um, yeah, I had a lot of aha moments for myself, but when you were talking about how you had gone up and said something uh, and told that woman that she was um, absolutely exquisite just to say thank you, <clears throat> I was thinking about the other day I had gone into TJ Maxx and sometimes the spirit will just move over me. And I all of a sudden caught this woman out of the corner of my eye and she was just, extraordinary and she had these gorgeous gorgeous gray braids and she was an she was probably about my age i would guess close to 70 <clears throat> and i walked up to her and i stood there and i stared at her for a minute and i said i just have to say something to you and she's looking at me you know kind of like almost nervous <laughs> what kind of a crazy woman is this right and I said, you are probably the most exquisite woman I have ever laid eyes on. And her eyes 
immediately filled to overflow with tears and they just started to roll. And I always have Kleenexes on me. So I started handing her Kleenexes and she said, I don't think anyone in my entire life has ever said anything even close to being that beautiful. And so we just blew her nose and blew her nose and blew her nose. And she said, I need to get my hair colored. And I said, horse rubbish. I said, no, I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, actually, I'm a hairdresser. I said, your hair is perfect. Don't you dare change your hair. Don't you dare change your hair. Don't you dare do yourself a disservice. I said, everything about you is exquisite. Own it. I had to tell you, you're so gorgeous and so lovely and so beautiful. And it not only is your looks, but I felt your energy and I just had to say something. We gave each other a giant hug and I went on my merry way, but I do believe that when we get the opportunity to say something, say it. Oh, absolutely. Say it. Say it. Tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. And if you have the opportunity to remember one of the things was compliment her, if you have an opportunity to share what you see in someone else, even their strengths, let them know. Like, hey, guess what? I see this in you. You never know how you are shaping someone's life. You don't know how they're coming to the table. You don't know what they've been experiencing. And it might be just that one thing that they need that will change their life. True story. We only have three more minutes before we hand it over to the mom link. But um, true story on this app, it has been three times, three. I believe in the power of three. But it's been three times where someone has written to me and let me know that my words have prevented them from committing suicide. What? Like, how powerful is that? How powerful is that? Our words have power and there's so much power in our words when you choose to show up, when you choose to show up, when you choose to be grounded in who it is that you are and serve and give and talk life and to speak life into people because you're grounded in who it is that you are, you will change someone's life. And that is why I love what I do. That is why I love working with power women to pull the greatness out of them. That is why I love working with organizations and going in and speaking and seeing and shifting someone's life. Your energy, your gifts will make room for you. They will absolutely make room for you. For somebody that is sitting there today and you're like, I feel like I'm so stuck. I feel like I don't know where to go. Be the best friend, a version of the best friend that you want and that you absolutely need. And if you don't know how, shoot me a DM. If you don't know how, then lean into a community. If you don't know how, keep on coming back and keep on getting fueled. This room is fuel. Follow the people who are pouring life into you because they do more than this room. They're showing up in places and spaces on this app and outside of this app. There's so much available for you to be refueled. And it's okay. Sometimes we need to renew the best version of ourselves. Sometimes we have to talk to our dear forgotten us. My Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat, which is right there at the top, the reason why I tell you all about that so much is because that right there, you think this right here was good? This is only a fragment of me being in your face and leaning all the way in with positivity. But yes, there will be tears because you will rediscover who it is that you are. You will find those things that you don't like and you will choose in that moment if you want to shift. You'll sleep, you'll laugh, you'll talk. We'll have water tea or something stronger. We'll have a hot tub. We'll have a shaft because I will move all of the distractions out of your way because there is no excuse. There is no excuse. You don't have to cook. There's nobody saying, hey, mommy. <laughs> yes, we will move. 
yes, we will have other experts that's pouring into us, but when you leave, you will leave transformed. And how do I know? Because I've seen it. How do I know? Because I've created it. How do I know? Because I've benefited from it. How do I know? Because there's transformation on the other side of that. You don't believe me. You look it up, right? Look it up. Hear people, see it. All right. Be the best version of you to you, for you, by you. Thank you guys so much for being so intensive, intensive. Is it intensive is a word? Intentional in listening. Attentive, you guys. Oh my gosh. I can't believe nobody said it's attentive. Attentive. Thank you so much for being attentive. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.